the Dallas Stars picked up their first win of 2023 on Sunday afternoon, defeating the Florida Panthers by a score of 5-1. to one. And on today's episode, we take a deep dive into this game, talk about what went well for the Stars, what they can look forward to in the future as we are now officially at the halfway point of the Dallas season. We'll talk a little bit about Rope Hints and his situation, and of course, bring you some post-game audio, this time from Coach Pete DeBoer, Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger, and defenseman Ryan Suter. All of this coming up on a Monday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Monday, January 9th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day please do consider subscribing or following the show on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Drop a like, leave a five-star review. It truly does help us out a ton. Thank you guys for the continued support on this podcast throughout this season. Officially at the halfway point, 41 games played for the Stars and 41 left to go. Feels like the season has really flown by, but it's been a ton of fun covering this team as they're still sitting atop the Central Division and seem to have gotten back to some of their high-powered offensive scoring ways with five goals in Sunday's contest. Their best game uh, in this uh, of the new year so far, although they've only played three, this was a huge, massive response for the team after a less-than-ideal week in Southern California with those losses to the Kings and the Ducks. Dallas needed to pick up a win here and get two points at home before hitting the road yet again to go out east to go to New York for some tough games this week against the Islanders and the Rangers. But let's talk about this win from Sunday, a nice all-around team effort, team win. But what something that really stuck out to me, and I know a bunch of people after the game were talking about it, other members of the media, this game was special in the fact that every defenseman on the roster got a point in this game except Yanni Hockenpah. Uh, still got, got to love Yanni Hockenpah. Still a solid player defensively for this team. Uh, I believe he had a block shot uh, and a few hits as well. I believe he had three hits on the day. So still making his presence felt, just not able to get on the score sheet, but he's done so at other crucial moments of the season. But a great day to be a defenseman for the Dallas Stars if you're looking to get some numbers in the scoring category. And actually, it wasn't just assist either. Three of the Stars' five goals were from defensemen. Uh, we saw Niels Lundqvist get one, Miro Haskinen got the empty netter, and Essa Lindell with the wide-open slot. Beautiful, beautiful wrist shot. In the second period, Colin Miller getting an assist on Jason Robertson's second goal of the game. And Ryan Suter, a quiet two-assist game from him as well. Really love to see that kind of numbers and that kind of performance from the Stars' blue line. Not just one or two players, but it seemed like everyone finding a way to get involved in this contest. And really, the Stars just dominated in all aspects of the game in the third period, especially offensively and I think a big part of that had to do with the efforts of the defensemen the stars led the shots on goal counter in the third period 
11 to three only allowing three shots on goal from the Panthers in that third frame was huge to push them over the finish line for the win. Really fantastic effort from the blue liners on both ends of the ice. I mean, a, a, a few mistakes every now and then, but Jake Ottinger had a fantastic game. We'll talk about Jake a little bit later on. And, and the defense did just enough to, you know, clear the puck out of the zone. I think the penalty kill on Sunday looked the best that it's looked all season. And it's nice to see those guys get rewarded uh, picking up a few points and picking up a few goals as well because I think those guys work really hard and they've been a nice backbone of the team. The defense the, the defense and the goaltending really been an underrated and I feel like under-talked about part of the Stars this season with Jason Robertson having the year that he's had. Uh, and he deserves a ton of credit as well. We'll talk about him a little bit later on. Uh, but I think my favorite goal from defenseman uh, on Sunday. Obviously, Esselindels was kind of just surprising given how quickly it happened. But I think my favorite has to be the one that Niels Lundqvist scored on the power play. An absolutely beautiful shot. We knew he had a nice shot even when the Stars picked him up. His first goal of his NHL career came with the New York Rangers. And I remember after the Stars you know, picked Lundqvist up in the trade with the New York Rangers, I tweeted a video of that goal. And I mean, it was a beautiful shot from the top of the zone. He can hit it hard. He shoots it hard. And I know the coaching staff, Coach DeBoer, talked about it a little bit after the game. They are pushing him and egging him on to, you know, put the puck on net and, you know, work on his accuracy, work on his shooting ability. Uh, and, of course, you got to give credit to Wyatt Johnston as well with an absolute beauty of a pass on that play. Really nice end to that Stars power play, giving them uh, a power play goal in this matchup, which was nice. You know, the Stars won the faceoff battle. They won the shots on goal battle. They won the special teams battle. One all over the ice today, including on the scoreboard. But we got to talk to defenseman Ryan Suter after the game. We got to get his thoughts on the team's performance and also get a little bit of insight from him on Niels Lundqvist. I think it's interesting to hear a veteran like Suter talk about an up-and-coming player like Niels Lundqvist. So let's hear from Ryan Suter right now. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, you know, we didn't play our, our best game tonight, but um, found a way to, to win and I think that's what good teams do. Obviously, you, you don't want to lose uh, two in a row, and we did, and we knew that this game was important for us. And that's the way that we had played earlier in the season, and um, that's the way we have to play. I think that's how good teams play. When they when they have the lead, they can go out and, and finish the game. Talking big picture a little bit, Niels, uh, what have you seen from him progression-wise? You played with him a little early in the yeah. season, now kind of back with him, just 22 years old coming up. What have you seen from him? Yeah, I, I think... Um, I think he's gotten better at defending. I think he, uh, it's it's a tough jump to, to be a regular in the NHL um, defensively. Offensively, I think that's kind of the easy part. You, your instincts kind of take over. But to defend, it's tough against big, strong guys. Um, and I think he's really bared down and focused on, on that. And I think he's gotten a lot better. We obviously can't expect five of the six stars defensemen to get points in every single game. But you have to imagine an outing like what we saw on Sunday afternoon has to be working wonders for the morale uh, and just the overall chemistry, I'm sure, for the defensemen on the team. And, and of course, anytime you can get some secondary scoring, you can get a few goals, you can get some assists and some playmaking. From the majority of your defensive core, you absolutely take that if you're the Dallas Stars and hope that you can continue to see more of that as the second half of the season comes and goes, and especially as you get into the postseason. you got, It's all hands on deck in the playoffs. So I think a big game for all of these guys, Esselin Dell hadn't scored in a while, Lundquist hadn't scored in a while, 
And, and of course, the more production we can get out of Ryan Suter, the better. Uh, and I think he's, you know, an interesting interview at this point in his career, kind of in the latter stages of his career with his, what, third team in the NHL and starting to see some of these younger guys like Niels Lundqvist, like Miro Haskinen, come in to be in these prominent roles and be some of the premier defensemen on their own respective team. And then even guys like Miro, I mean, one of the premier defensemen in the entire NHL. So really interesting stuff from Ryan Suter there. Obviously, a lot of high praise for Niels Lundqvist. Not easy to be in his position. Still a really young guy, 22 years old still trying to find his way in this league. Things didn't really work out for him in New York, but it seems like he's starting to find a home here in Dallas. He's continuing to play better and better, it seems, each outing on the offensive and the defensive end. So hopefully we continue to see improvement from him because uh, it seems like he could be end up being a great bargain for the Stars. It doesn't seem like they had to give up too much. We obviously still don't really know how things have worked out for the New York Rangers with their draft pick, and we probably won't know for quite a while, but at least on the stars. And it seems like things have worked out very well in their favor. And they have a guy who can be a consistent contributor on their blue line for years to come. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the defense and mainly focus on the stars goaltender, Jake Ottinger, who had a phenomenal game on Sunday afternoon. More on Jake right after this. Today's episode of locked on stars is brought to you by our friends at athletic greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens product, AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some sort of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself and your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Continuing to talk about the Stars 5-1 to one win on Sunday afternoon over the Florida Panthers. A great performance from the defenseman on the team. Five of the six Stars demon picking up points and, of course, a great defensive effort as well, holding the Florida Panthers to only one goal. And a huge part of that outside of the defenseman was the performance of Jake Ottinger. And it's a, a weird thing because the Stars, as much as it looks like they dominated this game on the scoreboard, and if you go back and watch the second and the third period, it certainly appears that way. But early on in this game, the Panthers seemed to be in control. They were dominating uh, zone possession time. It felt like the puck was on their side of the ice, their offensive zone for the majority of the time, and they were getting these high-quality scoring chances, these great opportunities to score, yet they couldn't because Jake Ottinger, while the rest of the team took a little bit of time to warm up, Jake Ottinger was ready to go from the first puck drop, and he played fantastic on Sunday, one of his best performances of the season. He came up with some key saves to help keep the Stars in the game. Without his performance, the Stars maybe find themselves down 
two or three goals early in the game on Sunday afternoon. And that's just a difficult hole for a team like the Stars to climb out of as good as they are offensively. They don't want to find themselves down two or three goals at home to a team like the Florida Panthers that while they're not the Panthers of last season, the offense can still burn you in a lot of ways. But Jake Ottinger came to play and he and the Stars benefited mightily from it. Now let's take a minute now and hear from the man himself on his performance and his overall thoughts on the team's win. Yeah, um, I mean, guys played great. Obviously, uh, you know, we, we lost two games in a row there, so we wanted to, you know, come out and play well today, and we did. You always talk about kind of joy, seeing all those shots in the beginning. Yeah. Did that kind of help you today, just even getting in rhythm? Yeah, totally, yeah. I think, uh, obviously, you, you don't want, like, a ton of great days and stuff, but that's sometimes, you know, sometimes you need to be sharp early and, and let the guys find their legs and, you know, after that kind of first period that we were great and we were the better team. So, you know, guys scored some big goals and uh, it was fun to win. I think, uh, you know, when you're in these like these little uh, things where you have a lot of road games, you obviously got to take care of business when you're at home. Obviously, it's hard to win on the road. So, you know, we had to take care of business today before we uh, we have two good teams next week on the road. So it should be a fun one. It's, it's huge. I think, uh, you know, Pete said, like, you know, this, this league's all about how you respond and, you know, even for me personally, you know, you can't play great every night, and when you don't play your best, you gotta, you know, dust yourself off. And, and it's the nice thing is we play so much that you can do it pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, you can't let uh, you can't let yourself get into a hole, and uh, you know, we did a good job today. Things obviously aren't always perfect for a goaltender in the NHL, but Jake has been one of the better ones in the league this season, and he has the numbers to back it up this season in the NHL. The average save percentage is .905. And the league average for goals against average is 2.95. Jake Ottinger's numbers, they look pretty good. He has a 0.922 save percentage and a 2.34 goals against average. So he's above average in save percentage, which is a good thing. And he is below league average in goals against average, which also is a good thing. You don't want to allow too many goals a game. Jake only giving up about two per game. And on Sunday, he was phenomenal. And really, the only goal he gives up, I mean, he was kind of in a scramble, weird sequence for the Panthers. So they got a prime opportunity to shoot while Jake was having to try to get back to the other side of the crease. And he almost got there. Uh, I mean, if he gets there, I think that he maybe gets the shutout in this game. But so many fantastic saves, some in close tight point blank looks and Jake Ottinger looked unfazed a huge win for him and a huge win for the stars to pick up two points at home. His numbers are just great. Given what happens across the rest of the NHL, it, it, you, I don't think it's very easy to point out maybe a number one man, the best goalie in the NHL this season. There's been several that have been fantastic. Jake Ottinger, uh, Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg has been really good. Linus Olmark in Boston has really good numbers as well. Elia Sorokin of the New York Islanders, who the Stars could be seeing tomorrow. I mean, there's been plenty of really solid netminders so far this season, and goaltending overall statistically has been down. Yet Jake Gottinger continues to find a way to put up good numbers and more importantly lead his team to wins, uh, which I'm sure in his mind is the most important number. Uh, even though people say a lot of people say goalie wins don't necessarily count as stats, but regardless of the goalie wins, the Dallas Stars as a team are typically picking up wins when he's in net. Uh, and you can't ask for much more from your your you know your 23 year old netminder who still has the majority of his career ahead of him. Uh, he's playing really well, and Sunday was no different. Probably needed that boost of confidence, as I'm sure he'll get the start in at least one, if not both, of these games 
in New York. Could be some premier goalie matchups if we get Jake Ottinger versus Ilya Sorokin uh, on Tuesday, and then if we get Jake Ottinger versus Igor Shesterkin on Thursday. That could be a ton of fun and hopefully something that we can look forward to this week when the Stars head to New York for their games on Tuesday and Thursday. And, you know, Jake Ottinger is not always perfect. No goaltender is, but he's been exactly what the Stars have needed this season, and he's a huge you know, reason for their success this year in this campaign. I mean, of course, the offense has looked good. The top line continuing to play at an incredibly high level. The defensemen like Miro Haskin and Niels Lundqvist contributing as well. But oh, some, some of these wins that the Stars have gotten, you, you don't know if you, they get these wins or if they get them as convincingly if Jake Gottinger is not the starting goalie. So good stuff from him. Don't take Jake Gottinger for granted if you're a Stars fan listening to this. He's been a ton of fun to watch, and I think he's only going to continue to grow and get better as time goes on and truly uh, establish himself as one of the league's best. But I feel like he's already done that already. Uh, some people maybe just don't want to admit it. Jason Robertson even went on record saying in his postgame press conference that Jake Gottinger is an elite goaltender. And, and I feel like Jason Robertson knows what is and what isn't elite goaltending because he normally has a knack for making goalies look silly. So Jason Robertson knows this stuff, and everyone else on the team, including Jake Ottinger's coaches, have plenty of good to say about him. So he is the perfect fit for this team and has been exactly what they needed in the 22-23 campaign. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about Jason Robertson, and we'll also take a minute to check in on Rope Hints. We got a little bit of insight from Pete DeBoer after the game about Rope Hints's health. Not too much. We'll talk about it right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to basketball and NHL, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. All my TCU Horned Frog fans out there, I know we've got some listening. It's National Championship Game Day, and if you want to put some money on the national title game, Good luck betting on TCU. That's all I'll say. Georgia favored on betonline.net right now. Minus 13, but the over-under at 63.5. If I were betting on this game, I might take the under. Just a little bit of a hunch, but could be a very thrilling game. And, of course, would love to see the Horned Frogs bring a championship back to DFW. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online is where the game starts. We're going to close out this Monday episode of Locked on Stars, talking about some of the forwards on the team who contributed to Sunday's win. Sunday afternoon gave us Jason Robertson's 27th and 28th goals of the season, and both of them were beautiful in their own kind of way. First of all, both of them were against goalies, some of his more recent scoring opportunities have come against an empty net. So it's great to see Robo scoring with someone trying to stop him and someone standing in the way. Although both of the times he scored, there may as well have not really been anyone in the way because it didn't seem to matter. That first goal that Jason Robertson scores, he sticks with it. He kind of steals the puck from Joe Pavelski a little bit, takes a shot on Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight blocks it, and then Jason Robertson sticks with it and puts it through the smallest gap to get the stars on the board. And the second one, he takes advantage of a nice pass from Colin Miller and also the Panthers playing a little bit aggressive in their offensive zone. And Jason Robertson, not necessarily the fastest skater, although he can move pretty well, takes off and beats Spencer Knight 
easy. Now, enough of me just talking about him. Let's go ahead and go into the Stars locker room right now and hear what Jason Robertson had to say about his performance and how he feels about the team's win. Well, I got a lot of great A looks tonight. So, I mean, when you get that many, you know, when confidence starts to feel good, and especially when you get one early, then just start hammering away. Yeah, we'll definitely want to get the first goal in every game, um, especially when we're kind of on our heels, um, kind of slow down their momentum, and then, uh, you know, try to take the game over in the second period and third period. On a breakaway, what's going through your mind? It seems like for some players that time period kind of slows down. What what are you thinking before you shoot? Well, I had two breakaways. One, I got caught. So the second one, I was thinking not get caught um, and just... uh, just go with a move and try to hit the, hit the spot, and uh, I did the second time. We talked a lot about not losing three games in a row. Is that a topic of conversation before this one, and do you think you guys did a good job, especially in the third period, of making sure you got the win? Yeah, I mean, we had that rough one in California, but uh, we had three days to reset. Um, you know, we all had that same mentality coming into tonight, that don't let this you know, leak into home games, and, uh, you know, we have another road trip coming up. So uh, stop the bleeding, and we were able to get the uh, job done tonight. Always great stuff from Jason Robertson during games and after the games as well. He continues his case to be MVP of the league up against some of the other greats like Connor McDavid and even Tage Thompson up in Buffalo having a nice season himself. And not nothing really new for Jason Robertson as he is getting closer and closer to 30 goals and, seems to be on his way to maybe breaking some records as far as goals scored and points scored this season. But I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. We'll talk about that hopefully later in the season as that becomes more of a reality. Great stuff from number 21 as per usual. Really the only negative in this game. Been a lot of positives today. Really the only negative thing is something that no one could really control, and that is the departure of Rope Hints with an upper body injury, according to head coach Pete DeBoer. Hopefully him not coming back into the game was something precautionary. And I'm hoping this is me speculating. Nothing I've heard or seen would lead me to believe this to be true, but I'm hoping that the stars training staff and the coaches saw the situation in the game that the stars seemed to have things in hand, seemed to have things under control. No need to rush Rope back out there. If he wasn't 100%, he gets the rest. Then he gets the rest today and then maybe can play on Tuesday against the New York Islanders. Again, that is pure speculation. I'm hoping that that's what it is for his sake and for the team's sake as well. We don't want to force Rope Hintz back out on the ice early. Obviously, the most important thing is that he gets as healthy as he can be, uh, and he can get back to being himself, hopefully, uh, in not too much time, and hopefully he doesn't miss too much time uh, off the ice for this team in games because he is a key piece of what the Stars do on both sides of the ice. And it seems if Sunday is any indication that while Rope Hintz is gone, in his absence, we could be getting Tyler Sagan on that top line with Pavelski and Robertson. So that puts the rest of the lineup in a little bit of an odd spot. But I'm sure it's something that if Rope Hintz has to miss extended time that the coaching staff can work through. We've talked about before, there is plenty of depth at the AHL level. You just got to be careful who you bring up as far as cap space and things of that nature. But let's take a minute now and hear from Stars head coach Pete DeBoer as he gives one some insight on the game, on Rope Hints and Tyler Sagan and his performance on the top line and just overall uh, over the past handful of games. Jake was excellent. He was our best player. Um, yeah, real real uh, slow start. I thought our energy was, was, uh, wasn't was great. I think, um, you know, that last trip, 
getting back really late. I think we carried that a little bit into the first period, but uh, that's exactly the story. I mean, the goalie gave us a chance to get our legs under us. We got some timely goals, and we won the special teams battle, which is uh, critical and a big piece of what we've done all year. Critical. I think our group knows that. We've talked about that. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, they, they've, they've been on teams where, you know, those runs uh, turn the wrong way and, and you can dig yourself a hole pretty quickly. So um, I think they, they were, uh, well, like I said, I mean, we, we found a way to put an end to it and now we'll go on the road again for another tough, I think we've got, you know, four or five out of the next seven on the road again. Any update on the road uh, no, upper body uh, left the game. Uh, Gudis kind of hit him there, and um, you know we'll see. We'll evaluate him tomorrow. Unrelated from his previous. Yeah, yeah, unrelated. And what do you like about Tyler going into that? Looks like he had a pretty good set once he went up to that top line. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I thought Segi played well tonight. I mean, you know that that's we've got to use our depth. Uh, we were down a man. Other than I think I think Rupe played four or five minutes, so we were down a man most of the night, and I thought I thought everybody found a way to contribute and you know take on some more minutes, do some more things. I think Faxa played 17 minutes, which he hasn't been playing that that type of number all year. So you know everyone stepped up and did a good job. I like Tyler's game tonight. You know I like I like Tyler's game in Anaheim too. You know I think he's uh, he went a stretch um, there where he played really well, really hard. For five or six games just wasn't getting rewarded and I think he's doing that again so I think if you just keep going to that well you know eventually you'll you'll get some you never want to see any player go down but especially a guy like Rope who again provides a ton of value to this team on defense and offense alike but it's next man up regardless of Rope's long-term health again hopefully he's able to get back to 100% soon he's able to rejoin his teammates uh, and be himself out there on the ice. But this is how the hockey season goes. The plenty of teams around the league deal with shorthandedness, deal with injuries. And so the Stars may find themselves in a similar situation. And I'm sure we'll be seeing more on Monday uh, through the Stars on social media and things of that nature to see what Rope, uh, what his status is. As Pete DeBoer said in the postgame press conference, he would be reevaluated on Monday. So we'll be following that storyline very, very closely here over the next day or so. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for checking out the show, for making us your first listen of the day. Remember to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Leave us a five-star rating or review. Drop a like if you enjoy the show. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll be getting ready for the Stars game against the New York Islanders. We should be doing a crossover episode with Gil over at Locked on Islanders. Should be a ton of fun and a great opportunity to get a little bit of insight on this New York Islanders team from an expert on that group. So be sure to tune in. I hope you guys enjoy your Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.